Hello, everybody. Just a very quick one about Instagram. If you're on it, Meta, the parent company, is reducing the number of political posts visible to users on their feed. This is a real thing, not a hoax. So go to your Instagram profile, tap the three horizontal lines in the top right corner to open the settings tab, scroll down to what you see, click on content preferences, open political content, and turn on don't limit political content. That's an option. Otherwise, you won't see almost anything we post because we are deemed political. Please do that now or you won't even see the posts about our shows, our fun things. So if you want to see Guilty Feminist content and know when we're coming to a place near you, releasing a new podcast, do it now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm a feminist, but recently, Dublin, I have got really into um, going on Goodreads and reading one-star reviews of feminist classics. <laughs> oh, it's a joy. Oh, it's a joy. Now you're going to have to give um, them to me. Okay, so I'm going to give you one that okay. is... Uh, this is Pride and Prejudice. Okay, Pride and Prejudice. Drop. Pride and Prejudice, I'm happy to tell you, has 94,818 one-star reviews. Oh. Um, that's a lot of prejudice okay that's a lot this is a quote from one the story really probably could have been told in eight pages but Austin makes a slog through 344 pages of mind numbing balls at dinner parties mind numbing Um, balls yes Um, I mean how uh, strong are these balls like what's Uh, One says, for several pages, a lady remarks to a man what wonderful handwriting he has. Not exactly gripping material. Um, One says, uh, this is a one-star review of Pride and Prejudice. What's that? Mr. Darcy doesn't want to dance at the dance. Welcome to almost any eighth-grade dance. 
And then my favourite one is, uh, Jesus Christ, just have sex. (laughs) That's the whole review. (laughs) Jesus Christ, just have sex. (laughs) One star. (laughs) Um, So I'm a feminist, but, right? Mm. Uh, I've been doing quite a few I'm a feminist busts in my lifetime. I thought I would dole out the work to an AI copy uh, <laughs> maker. So I've asked the AI to write me some I'm a feminist jokes. Yep. Uh, this one is in the style. I've asked it for, uh, I said, I asked for a joke with <laughs> I'm a feminist dot, dot, dot. And I asked it for the tone of Irish. So we're going to go for that one first. <laughs> Okay, I'm a feminist, but I'm not a feminist in Ireland. Oh. I don't know what that computer was joking about there. I can sort of imagine. Do you I think... have seen you be less feminist in Ireland than I have in London, I'll be honest. Have you really? I mean, just casually at the bar, you know. Am <laughs> <laughs> I like that type of person who takes their wedding rig off when exactly. they go on a stag party? And exactly. then they're like, well, I'm not married now. And I uh, just kick a woman, or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they do on stags, but. Um, uh, you, uh, do you want me to do more? more? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I asked for I'm a feminist, but in the style of John Hamm uh, for, for Deborah. Oh, great. I'm a feminist, yeah. right? But I'm not a John Hamm fan. Impossible. That is impossible. Impossible. I'm a feminist, but. Uh, one of my favourite half hours was spent reading one-star reviews of A Room of One's Own by Virginia Woolf. Uh, someone called Nikki here says, one star, I will keep this review short, which is not something Woolf was apparently capable of doing. Um, someone called Jennifer says, one star, I tried, I can't, never again. It's the horror review. And uh, someone called Ned says... This was the second or third feminist book we had to read in senior year, and I was kind of sick of writing papers on how much I, being a dude, suck. <laughs> I mean, that's good, Ned. That's good. Ned's got a round of applause there from yeah, this Ned. feminist audience. Come on, Ned. If you're listening, Ned, you know, we hope you've found feminism. Um, oh, I no. asked one for the style of Mr. Tatel. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Um, okay, so this, I don't think these are good jokes, but let's give it a go. So, I'm a feminist, but I think that Mr. Tato is too, full stop. That's the, that's the joke he's there. Too. It's He's too, whatever. He's too. He's too. Well, you know, you have a long history with Mr. Tato, and yes. I think you feel conflicted about him. He has this, an incredible jaw. That's right, but don't yeah. you fancy the one more than the other? There's a Northern Irish one and an... I a... do fancy the Northern Irish one a bit more, I think, than the... Rough... I co- look, the them, look, look at either of them. I didn't say it tasted better, did I? We all know... <laughs> we all know Republic of Ireland did. Good to say, but who do I want to go home to at night? <laughs> it's the Northern Irish... He's got a jacket, do you know? <laughs> He's got a jacket and a little hat. Okay. <laughs> I will not be potato um. shamed. I will not. I refuse to be spud shamed by anyone. Um. Um, I'm a feminist, but... Uh, uh, what was that? 
Free Stato, incredible pun. Incredible. Incredible. And that's about, uh, well, this. So. <laughs> 800 years ago. <laughs> This is going to be a classic. Yes, 800 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a country loved the country very much. <laughs> Actually, too many countries. And <laughs> I think colonialism happened. And uh, the Free State is like, uh, oh, look, Jesus. I'm the, free State is like the Republic of Ireland, isn't it? Oh, Jesus, thank God. Because I was, I was unsure there. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, yeah, so, so before we go any more into this awkward territory, yes. I am going to uh, say I did something dangerous here. I'm a feminist, but in my I got you know when you get into something and then you you know you push a boundary and then you go even further and then you go even further and you get brave, braver than you should. Like the English. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a feminist. But I looked at one-star reviews of Maya Angelou's I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. Wow! No, wait, you haven't heard it yet. Oh, my gosh. This is from Natalie. Natalie. I'm not sure how I ended up with this book, as it was amongst a load of Christian books I received. I began reading and was interested in the story. I hit the first swear word and thought it slightly odd in a Christian book. But sadly, not that surprising. Then I found myself reading some graphic scenes. I stopped reading at this point and finally read the back cover of the book, which I had failed to do prior to this. <laughs> it is not a Christian book. <laughs> R rated for graphic sexual content. That's the one. Oh my gosh. I, I, I mean, I was scared. Yeah. Obviously, I wasn't going to share anything bad with you. Of course. But honestly, I just found that so funny. That this Christian woman is going, well, this came in a pile of Christian books. Must be a Christian book. She came in a pile of Christian books. <laughs> I mean, that's graphic. No? Uh, <laughs> can I be... Mm, yep. Can I give you an honest I'm a feminist, but... Yeah, go on. I'm a feminist, but... I haven't read any of those books. Oh... Uh, <laughs> Is that not worse? Is that not worse? You've got to read... You I watched really... a film. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, you've got to read... I know where the cage bird six. It's a, such a page-turner. It's so gripping. I've kept on reading all her autobiographies because it's so gripping. It's really page-turnery. It doesn't feel like homework. It's amazing. I, I cannot read anymore. Do you, you know can, what I mean? I'm going to get you the audio book because like yeah. and she reads it. It's incredible. Honestly, okay. you're not going to regret it. <gasps> oh, actually, like, I'm a feminist, but... Uh, I didn't read the book, but I heard about Harry Spare, right? Oh, yeah. And the, the part where he says that he got a frostbitten todger and he used the Elizabeth Arden eight-hour cream mm. on it. I genuinely, uh, I bought it. I saw I like, you had that out the yeah. back. I literally saw you had that out the back. I mean, look, if it does that to a frostbitten cock, like, what's it going to do to my lips? Do you know? With a bit of wind. I've no regrets. You're a feminist, but you're getting your skincare based off Prince Harry's penis. Yeah? Yeah. Well. No regrets. Genuinely one of the best buys I've ever had in my life. Um, I'm a feminist, but I looked up uh, one star reviews of Oranges Are Not the Only Fruit. 
Okay, I still haven't read that one either now, to be honest. <laughs> Jeanette Winterson, it's a classic queer tale. Um, it's an amazing book, uh, but Matthew doesn't think so. Uh, one star. Oranges are not the only fruit bases. It's central themes on religion, being a nun, and oranges. <laughs> it's fucking awful. Um, but I thought, because I'd done that to all these feminist authors, and I'm not obviously putting myself in anywhere near the same realm as those incredible writers, but I thought it's only fair that I look up one-star reviews of my own book on Goodread. Goodreads. It's called The Guilty Feminist. Now, I will, I'm happy to tell you it's got like a 4.5 out of 5-star rating, much higher than Dickens. Um, seriously, he's got a really low rating. People on Goodreads do not enjoy him. Suck it, uh, Dickens. Three... Three three point eight at most for Dickens, um, whereas I got a four point. I've, I, you know, they're mostly four point something, and I, I can't remember what mine is exactly, but they're around that. But I I found two one star reviews that I really enjoyed. Um, <laughs> this is my book, one star. Do not waste your time on this useless book. You're welcome. <laughs> That's the whole review. And uh, someone called Jenny wrote, and this is the whole review. One star hated it. <laughs> but then I thought. Like, everything must have bad reviews. I mean, obviously I found those funny. But I thought, what? Has anyone reviewed the Bible? Oh, my God. So many people have re- reviewed the Bible. It's not funny. It's, 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 not, it's, not, it's, not, it's incredible how many people have reviewed the Bible. But this was my favorite review of the Bible. One star. Twelve dudes, and not a single one of them, at least a bit fruity. <laughs> Unrealistic. The main character had no personality and he died in his own book. (laughs) Embarrassing, if you ask me. The MC and this one dude could have had such a cute lovers-to-enemies-to-lovers arc. Wasted opportunity. The first part was just boring and every character was a (laughs) pick-me. This means like a pick-me girl. This one chick, dead ass, created an entire religion so her husband doesn't find find out that she cheated genuine on Goodreads you can go and read it um, go on one star reviews uh, that's from someone called Susie she has left I've just realised 12 other reviews I'm fully going to read those <laughs> <laughs> this one chick dead ass created an entire religion so her husband doesn't find out that she cheated on him iconic girl boss energy <laughs> <laughs> we stand. we stand a lion queen we stand. <laughs> She's like Megan. She's messy, you know. <laughs> Live from the Sugar Club in Dublin, the Spontaneity Shop presents the Guilty Feminist with me, Deborah Francis White, guest host Alison Spittle, and our very special guests, Gemma Bradley and Tommy Mackay, talking about music. We haven't been for a while. Um, and now, some of you are standing. Is that a thing here? Or are there seats you're meant to be sitting in? I don't, wanna, I don't want you to have to stand up the whole time. 
I would hate that. Oh, you're on stools at the back. Where are you? Do you have seats? You don't have seats. Is, you, is, what, what, so what was that? Is that like a bingo number? What number? 18 and 19. Is that your seats? What row? You don't know the row. The row's crucial. Is anyone sitting next to an 18 or a 19 that's vacant? This is not what I was expecting it to be. I have to do the seating plan as well. So we'll have you there. And you don't know Tony, do you? You'd get on really well. We'll sit you opposite each other. Um, are you up the side there? Are you okay? You, are you meant... Look, uh, what I'm trying to establish is, is this a venue that has standing room tickets and you've bought those? Or are you meant to have a seat? Oh, it's unreserved, like me. <laughs> You may notice. You may notice I'm wearing a sequin tonight. Is Despicable Daisy in? No. She's probably given birth to a child by now. She, uh, you know Despicable da- Daisy? She's a Dublin dentist that makes my sequin cloaks. It's true. Seems implausible, but it's true. It's dead true, I'm telling you that. We came to, first time I ever came to Vicar Street, Despicable Daisy met me at the stage door, said I'm a big fan, and I've made you uh, like a sequined hood. Well, that friendship was never going to stop there, was it? <laughs> Cut to, I own a number of sequin cloaks. But I didn't know French. I thought she was a cloak maker. Well, you'd think that, right? You'd think that, right? She always turns up with sequin cloaks. No, she's a dentist. It's a side hustle because she enjoys sequins. We've, we've all got to have something to make us feel like this inside. Ha, 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 ha. So she made me a big cloak that said the guilty feminist on the back that I wore at the Royal Albert Hall. Now I've got a shorter one because that was quite heavy, to be honest, to be wearing around the house the whole time. So I've got short flippy ones. Uh, But this is from someone called State of Disarray. This is not actually... I'm cheating on Despicable Daisy and someone else's sequence. I know. And I'm going to make it worse. They're an English company. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But they're good people. Let me explain. Let me lock the doors. Let me explain. Let me explain. Um, they've got this very ethical company and they like, have pictures of all the people that make everything and it's sort of not crazy prices, but not, not wild pricing, but also reassuringly expensive so you don't think it's not made in a sweatshop. Do you know that kind of price range? Like This is like 60 quid, right? So clearly it wasn't... It's not just sort of, you know... Yeah, it's... But look at it, though. Look at it. My favourite thing about it is it makes me do Jesus arms. Which I thought would be popular in your town. Is that, was, that a, was that a no? Did you someone say no? Was that the heckle of somebody who was like, that's not funny yet? Too soon? Too soon? Uh, so, hello. You both took that as if I was just talking to you. And do you know what? So did everyone else. Everyone else went, yep, she's talking to them. Hello, thank you so much for coming. Do you listen to The Guilty Feminist at home? Yes? Is it your first time coming live? No, you've come before. You've brought your friend. Oh, you've got crochet, but your friend left you. Oh, okay, this has turned into a bit of Jerry Springer, hasn't it? (laughs) You've brought crochet in lieu of a friend because the friend was meant to come and sit next to you she wasn't able to come. She had a good reason, everybody. Was she doing feminism? What was she doing? 
you won't go into her personal life. Shame. Um, I mean, good of you. Good of you for her. No, no, that's good. That's commendable. Disappointing, but commendable. Um, you are wearing a hat with what can only be described as ivy on the top. Is that correct? Can you go into that anymore? Or is that between you and the hat? I don't want to pry. I love it. I love it. You had some spare ivy around the house and you thought, yeah, you feel fancy in it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I am mystified by the fact that you've brought crochet in lieu of a friend. You've got, because one friend agreed to come. The other one said, unfortunately, she had a last minute drama. Oh, I see what's happened. Okay. Your friend was supposed to come. Last minute, she couldn't come. You said, don't worry, I'll bring my crochet sat next to someone else who's wearing a crocheted beanie, she said, we've got something in common, now you have a new friend. So you've bonded here. Oh, I love that. You found a new feminist friend. You're both front row, both feminist friends here. Do you think you'll stay in touch? It would be better for us if you did. Yeah. We would like that for the story. And frankly, you've denied us one story, so we're going to need another. Did you come on your own as well? No, you've come with... Oh, I see. So you've got a gang of four and you've added crochet onto the end. I love that. I'm sure your name is not... I don't... You're a feminist. I'm sure you don't identify as crochet, just to be clear. Oh, okay. So, okay. It's okay. Charlie. You prefer to be called Charlie. That... No, that's... Uh, listen, let's stick with Charlie because that was really just a joke. I don't want you to feel the weight, the burden of a of an arts and crafts nickname. Uh, so, Charlie, thank you so much for coming. Give us a cheer if you listen to The Guilty Feminist. Woo! Give us a cheer if you don't know what you're at. Woo! Now, you've pointed at her as if, as if to tell on her, as if to go, she doesn't know. She's not one of us yet. By the end of the evening. Um, well, listen, thank you for coming. Uh, this is a podcast recording, so... If you... Yes, yeah, yeah, it's a podcast recording. Did you not know this? <laughs> it's all right. Nothing bad will happen. No one will see you here because it's only audio. But if you do have a very distinctive laugh and you are cheating on someone, don't laugh. Uh, why are you so shocked? Or you're excited because you knew you were coming to the Guilty Feminist, but you're shocked because you thought, oh, my God, we're going to be in the podcast recording. Is that what happened? Yeah, second one, second one. Oh. It was your idea to come. And yet you knew not what you were bringing people to. <laughs> you brought the whole front row and you are now like, we're at our podcast recording? How do you know about the show? You listen to the podcast. <laughs> but you just put two and two together and went, where the fuck do they record those? Hold on a minute. I love that. I love that. I'm so excited. You've brought the whole front row virtually. No, just, oh, just these two. But you now, I think this is a bit of a party, this front row, isn't it? Because you've got the gang of four, you've got Charlie. Charlie's friend who couldn't come has been replaced by some wool. And now the two of you. Very, very exciting. And this is a hen night. Nope. What is this? It's got a hen night vibe. Like a feminist hen night vibe. Feminist hen night's different from a regular hen night. In as much as you just get together and agree how right you are. It's nice. No, it's nice. You should try it. You should try it. 
If you've not been to this show before, that's what this is. Uh, we all come together, we agree how right we are together. It's nice to be right together, it's enjoyable. And uh, then we leave. Out there, not everyone agrees we're right, but in here, safe. We think. Um, uh, so have you come together? Are you all one big gang? No? Three? You're a three and a two. Okay. You've got a girl band vibe, if you don't mind me saying. I feel like you should join up and become one. Now, listen, if people... Can everyone just say, if there's a spare seat, it's not very feminist to have spare seats and feminist standing. This is what's wrong with the world. So let's say, hey, so there's three here, there's one next to Charlie, and there's one next... Now, see, we've got some ones, and some people have come in a two, but we've already learnt if you sit next to somebody, you could become their friend. You've already, you already know the person you've come with. Here's an opportunity to make a brand new friend. I wouldn't try that in most cities, honestly. If I suggested that in London, people would spit in my face, feminist or not. The only two places in the world I think I would do that are Canada, the whole of the country, and Dublin. <laughs> Canada and Dublin would go along with that. I don't think anyone else would, honestly. Maybe Sydney. No, Sydney wouldn't, let's be honest. It's, it's literally these two places. But can you imagine if you said that in London, would you like to sit next to a stranger? They'd be like, this isn't the tube. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, awful people. Myself included. Now, is anyone unhappy sitting... Because some people are sitting along here. Again, in London, we would call that a health and safety issue. But in Dublin, you have much more of a let-them-burn policy. So, <laughs> listen, if there's a fire, just jump up really quickly and, you know, we'll, it'll be fine. Um, this side, I worry about you standing for so long. I don't want you not to enjoy the show. There's a three. Have we filled that three? Have we filled the, we filled the three? Okay, we filled the three. One more here and there's one there. So, and there's one there. Could we do a budge up so that three people could sit together? We could do a budge up. So you, or do you not want to do a budge up because you've sat on an exit row? I understand. Some people cannot sit not on an exit row and they got here early and they will not be budging up for latecomers. <laughs> Feminism or otherwise. <laughs> They're like, young feminists have to learn. That's the look I saw in your eye. May, may I ask what your generation is? So you're an, X, an XEY or a Y? I'll tell you what, you could pass as a millennial, but on the basis of what we've just gone through, you're very firmly X. You're like, I'm Generation X, I did it hard, I starved in a garret, I struggled with every part of my identity, my parents have still not accepted who I am, I've come early for an exit row, oh please fuck off Gen Z. <laughs> The look in your eye is, well, now it's me that's triggered. <laughs> um, are you, we're coming in. We're coming in. We've got two here. We've budged up. We've budged up and we've got a double, baby. 18 and 19. 18 and 19. Have you finally found your home? Well, this is a wonderful moment for all of us. And there's, there's still a few, there's a few, few, but listen, there are, if any, can anyone do a budge up so we've got another pair? There's a couple standing there and they are, I mean, I, look, they're just standing there. They're not doing anything, but it feels passive aggressive to me. <laughs> is, is there a couple there? Can we do a budge up there? Anyone? There's two. Kind of. Go and explore what kind of means, please. Yeah, okay, great.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Now I have to ask, because it's Dublin, are there any gay Michaels in? Just give us a cheer if you're a gay Michael. Is this the first Dublin show where there's no gay Michaels? This is disappointing for everyone. Are you declaring a gay David, did you just say? A half gay David. I think half gay, half straight. I think we have a word for that. It's bisexual. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. They were arguing, literally arguing. Now, half gay, I'd say half straight, half gay. Are you saying you're a straight-leaning bisexual? Is that what you're saying? Because you were... Half straight? Okay, no, it's a 50-50. It's straight down the middle. Sorry, it was just that the way you were going, I'm half straight, made me go, maybe you're straight-leaning, but I don't want to impose any identities on you. This is awkward now. Please leave. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is podcast. Uh... This is why you should have known this. When you brought, it's all being recorded, and that's now out in the ether. He's officially half gay, half straight. Um, just give us a cheer if you're half gay, half straight. Excellent. People seem to enjoy that more than saying they're bisexual. I think you've, I think you're onto something there. I think half gay, half straight is going to catch on. Yeah, because I think what's better about it than bisexual is you can decide your own percentages. You can go 70-30, 60-40. Just give us a cheer if you think you're more 60-40. You don't have to say which way. Just If you think you're more 60-40, give us a cheer. More 70-30. More 80-20. They were very happy, weren't they, the 80-20s? That's clearly something to aspire to. An 80-20. Okay, let's go. Let's go as far as 90-10. Oh, a couple of 90-10s. What's that life like? <laughs> it just means that 
out of every 100 people you fancy, 10% are a certain gender. Is that what it means? Yes, okay. And it takes a long time to fancy 100 people because that could be over a lifetime. <laughs> I, don't fancy, I don't think I've fancied 100 people yet. I, I, I th- a day at the airport. <laughs> Go on. Can I... I'm just going to hand a mic back because I need a little bit more unpacking of a day at the airport. Thank you. What's your name? Just people watching. People... Your name is not people watching. You can make one up if you want. Babs. Babs. Is that made up? No. Okay. Um, Babs, you go to the airport, what, and you play... You have to sit there till you fancy 100 people. Is it like... You, yeah. you, I would, I would, I would, I would, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, it okay. takes about 20 Excellent. minutes. Excellent. And in 20 minutes, <laughs> Babs, you've got to take me out. <laughs> Babs, I've got to hear, can I, can I get you percentages, Babs? I'm you don't not have to sure, say I think just standards are low. No, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of the 50, 50, 80, 20, are you... <laughs> I don't think I'm in a position to do math right now. <laughs> Got it. I mean, only in Dublin. Only in Dublin. All right. Are we ready to start the podcast? By the way, all this is going in. Often the warm-up's not going to make the cut. There's nothing. Not one word, breath... Not, not one moment of this gold. To be honest, if I had my way, I would just play Dublin every night for an hour. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any other jobs. It would all be crowd work. I would write zero jokes. I wouldn't need any. I wouldn't need any. Uh, just give us a cheer if you're in a position to do maths right now. Just give us a cheer if it's best you don't, if it's important. 50-50. Are you ready to meet my co-pilot for this evening? She's my Dublin sister. She's my incredible co-pilot. I love her so much. Uh, She is the one, the only, the divinely talented, the sadly left island but comes back all the time because she's like a magnet for the place. The incredible Alison Spittle! I just love looking like a big bird. <laughs> it's working um, out for you. It is. I love oh. this coat so much. Like the, the sleeves are filthy now at this point, though. Disgusting. But uh, we move. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what was the rigmarole I, there now? There was I, a bit of shouting. Oh, you, d- you couldn't hear that? Oh, well, I, c- I could hear the reactions, but I couldn't. To be honest with you, I was half listening to you, and then I was trying to listen to other people have chats. Uh, Do you know what I mean? So you were 50-50. I, I'm 50-50, yeah. Okay, so what we have going in this uh-huh. room 
is uh, I asked if there were any gay Michaels in because if people don't know, oh, yeah. every time we come, to, well, the first time we came to Vicar Street, I did some crowd work. I found I had not one gay Michael in the audience, but three. Okay. You can imagine the Holy Trinity of Michaels. You were there. You remember it well. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful night. Oh, um, no. Since then, every single time we've come back, we have had at least one gay Michael. Right. One time we found a new gay Michael. Didn't wow, he, he a did, new variant. Well, yeah. <laughs> wow. I can't remember now whether he'd been brought by someone who thought, I've got one of those at home. <laughs> or, or whether he'd just stumbled in. You know, uh, right, okay. I think he'd been brought by someone, to be fair. Now, tonight, it's a smaller venue than Vicar Street, Mm -hmm. and the tickets sold out super quickly, so I suspect there were some gay Michaels who were disappointed and couldn't get in. I hope so. I I can only assume. Last time we came, there was a fantastic group of guilty feminists, and they all brought gay Michael T-shirts, and I think they said this time they were bringing some for us. Is that true? I don't think they got tickets either, love. Oh, no. (laughs) We have... It's a very exclusive venue now. This is the private (laughs) members club, and if you didn't, you know, get your application in in time. Yeah. It's a bit smaller venue. Do you know what this is like? This is like we've ran away for a wedding, right, and there's only about 12 people allowed, and the gay Michaels are the second cousins that couldn't make it. And then you're like, oh, they're great crack. But the the gay Michaels are just like my, you know, my great love, so I'm disappointed. If they'd got in touch with me and said, Deborah, you must be able to get me in, I would have found a way. Would you have, like, snuck him in under your bolero? Or what would be the... <laughs> I might have snuck in a gay Michael under my bolero. I might have one, <laughs> if you don't know. Anyway, yes. this audience is always willing to please. You know, We're very uh, happy with you, by the way. I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, no. Like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no not, not for one second. Uh, with an yeah. absolutely thrilling audience so far. Mm. Now, I, when I was asking for gay Michaels... Of course, people are wanting to make a good night of it. Absolutely. They don't want to go, well, we've got no gay Michaels at all. Mm. So someone I met in the front row, what's your name? Marta. Marta. Class. Is that? Yeah. Is that? It's like Marta, but without the H. Nice. Oh, right. So it's like like you're from Westmeath, in a way. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Marta. (laughs) Okay. There we go. That's the first I'm, Irish joke that I'm going to... Sorry, gonna... <laughs> <It's very niche. laughs> Good old Westmead. <laughs> all, all the crack I've had in Westmead. Good times. Good times. They've got a funny accent, haven't they, in Westmead? Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to say that or laugh at this joke, Alison. I think, what? At the, and so there's another thing you need to know is when I come with Alison... She always says super Irish things because she's playing an Irish crowd and then she has to explain them to me. Yeah. She has explained some absolute classics to me on the stage to the delight of the audience at my mystification. And so do you Is there anything you want me to translate for Deborah? Any kind of Irish you think? Martha, what do you think? All right. Where are you living? Yeah, how long are you living here? <laughs> ah, you're Irish. <laughs> So where are you living in Dublin? <laughs> Dublin too. Are you are you renting, Martha? God love you. God love you. Is this an expensive area? Uh, Ireland, yes. Generally, <laughs> Ireland is an expensive area. Yeah, to live in. Hence, so hence why I'm living in London. <laughs> Genuinely. So Marta, wow. Yeah. So Marta said, I've brought a gay David. Oh, wonderful. Well, it's helpful. We don't, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're happy to mix it up. We're not exclusionary. We don't, yeah. you know. We accept Davids. Yeah. We, absolutely. And then she looked at me and said, well, he's half gay. And David said, well, I'm half straight. 
And then there was a back and forth, and everybody seemed to really enjoy this as we played it out. Or did, that okay. We thought it was a better word than bisexual because you could say your percentages. So you could say I'm 80 20. Yes. I know what you mean. You know, like it was, we started to enjoy yeah. the game of it. I'm homeopathically gay. As in, uh, I'm in a 10 year relationship, but I think I probably. Like, if I wasn't in it, like, you know. Oh, I you know see what I mean. mean. Homeopathically. So, in other words, there's none actually. Well, like a percentage. Like, yeah. like, like, like water. I know. <laughs> it's mostly water, which is a uh, translation for horrible heterosexuality. But. <laughs> and a tiny bit of, oh, you know. <laughs> that's, that's my sexuality. Ah! Ah, you know, Asher, it's too late now. That's my, <laughs> that's my sexuality. <laughs> that's basically it. So you're, you're declaring a 99-1, which yeah. is in fact the homeopathic ratio. Homeopathic, yeah, yeah, exactly. Listen, exactly. <laughs> I think this is a helpful system, and I think Marta and David have really helped us coin something. Thank you, Marta and David. Thank TM. you. But it is owned by the guilty feminists because it happened while we were in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Businesswoman, I love it. I love it. This is the Guilty Feminist, the podcast in which we explore our noble goals as 21st century feminists and our hypocrisies and insecurities, which undermine them. Undermine them. That's right. <laughs> And that's the closest I'm ever going to get to singing Hey Jude. <laughs> I'm Deborah Francis-White. With me is Alison Spittle. And tonight we are talking about what music brings to feminism, what music's brought to our lives. We have two incredible musicians. So the second half of the show is going to be more like in the style of Later with Jules Holland, where we're going to be like talking about why feminist artists come to music. Like, I'll translate that for you. Like, the, the bit in the Late Late Show, right? <laughs> Where <laughs> the bit in the watch though. The bit in the late 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 show, right? Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. oh I got so like if you right. Uh, <laughs> long <laughs> Yeah, go on. Longest running uh, chat show in the world, I think, at this point. And uh, they have a they have a Valentine special. <laughs> uh, that's a madness, isn't it? Did they have like huh? Total madness. Total madness, there we go. That's a, you should do um Back in vocals for Bonnie Tyler, like total, total eclipse of the heart. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Turn around. Uh, but uh, yeah, so this, it's a bit where like Ryan Tuberty sits beside like Christy Moore and he sings and then he goes, oh, tell me about that song. And that's what we're going to have at the end. It's going to be great crack. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very exciting. We, I don't, we, didn't, we, we didn't even realise we didn't even realise we were given a gift oh, from someone in the audience and it says you're some woman for one woman that's what he said hey. and in the inside it says uh, welcome back to Dublin Tara and Siobhan oh, thank that's you nice. so much Tara and Siobhan and you're getting straight to the treats I there am yeah what have we got uh, here is this homemade shortbread yes oh okay and on these, the top it says Yonic Boom I don't know what that is now. What's Yonic Boone? Oh! oh! We don't allow mentions of other podcasts. <laughs> Imagine! One star. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, uh, what's, tell us about Yonic Boone. Uh, what? Three feminist midwives discussing women's reproductive health. Oh, wow. three feminist midwives <laughs> discussing reproductive health. <laughs> what was this? And you what? Sorry. 
She has time to make sure bread as well. I'm going to just have a taste. Oh, holy. Hold, oh. Mm. 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 One star. No. <laughs> oh, that's good. Do you want some? I'm all right for now, but it feels like I'm making a... It's hard to refuse cake, isn't it? Without seeming like a bitch. Uh, do you know what I mean? But actually, I'm grand. Mm. I, had, I had water. It's dry. I'm not... I know, look, why am I explaining well, maybe this? I'm not on a diet. I just don't want shortbread at the moment, but I'm sure it's lovely. Well, do you know what? I feel good with my decision. Fuck you all. Do you know what I mean? Maybe in the interval. Why am I being aggressive now? But I'm like, actually, I don't fucking have to have it. You're forced. Honestly, it was only an offer. I think it was not. I felt like there was more to that. Tara and Siobhan, <laughs> I am loving this, and Alison might have some later. I might. I might not it's either. Not. I don't. I'm trying I, to smooth it over. God's sake. I don't feel any pressure. <laughs> Right. This is so good. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say, does anyone want any? It's really, really good. You'll take some. Okay, is that Siobhan? No. No, no. Ooh. Okay. Do you want to throw it out like they're ducks? <laughs> just like, open your mouths. I know, I was just going to offer it. Like, I, I should take out the piece I've been eating, I think. That's, that's just polite, isn't it? Do you want to just pass it back? What's your name? Lisa. Lisa. Lisa wants a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Does, if... Okay. We're never going to see that again, are we? <laughs> you will be getting the Tupperware back when it's done. Yeah, okay. Thank you very, very much. Um, half gay, half straight. David, do you want a bit of shortbread? Do you want a bit of shortbread? Marta? You half and half. I get it. Okay, great. So that was the first half. Join us for part two, which should be in your feed right now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.